0: His kids, and he put the little emojis over their faces, and some some media outlets picked it up, saying, "Oh, this man who wants all of us to put our lives on the line won't actually show the faces of his own children." Ryan Holiday wrote a very nice post in the Free Press about you know his own struggles with this, of you know how much of his family to put online versus not, and he has a pretty big platform, and yeah, I, I understand it. I mean, it's I think. We're, we're learning as we go, right? I think as of maybe 10 years ago, it was very common to see people post Facebook photos of their babies and their children, and people would you know update their default photo of their newborn. Mm-hmm. And this was very common behavior. And I think now people are having second thoughts about this, but it seems to be more, more so among like the sort of upper middle class, the chattering class that are really concerned about privacy for their kids. I don't really see that conversation ha- happening elsewhere.
1: Yeah, it might not be as big a problem elsewhere. It might be a yeah. bigger problem if you're in sure. the chattering class because your kid or yourself might become somebody with more of a public profile. Right. Um, that So it's a big deal. Um, mm-hmm. And for those who do not know, we were having a conversation about my various parenting tactics and I immediately <laughs> got this impulse. In part because uh, I had Eric Schwartzel of the Wall Street Journal on to talk about the Uh, Life and Death of Dave Hollis, who became this sort of um, family self-help guru following the lead of his wife, who wrote a hit book called Girl, Wash Your Face. And he Mm -hmm. was ultimately consumed by the project of showing his life to the world. I, I think I've posited that, you know, you can tell that The Truman Show is a very 1990s movie because when this guy finds out his life is being broadcast to the world, he is horrified and he is trying (laughs) to get away from it. If the Truman Show was made Mm. today, when Truman discovered this, he would start to get addicted to, well, what's the audience think? Oh, should I do this? What if I kiss my wife like this? You know, what if Mm. I kiss her like this? Does this go a little better? I think that would be the sequel to it, that people would um, approach it with trepidation before becoming ensnared in the addictive performance of one's life that ultimately consumes you.
0: The audience capture that maybe that movie is due for an upgrade that once you discover mm. there's an audience watching that it becomes about, well, how do we, how do we monetize this? Or how do we, you know, we, yeah, what does the audience think are there ways to upvote or downvote every action and every behavior. And so maybe Yeah, at the beginning of the movie, he starts out as just a regular average Joe. And then by the end, he's completely transformed based on audience incentives. That would be really interesting to see, actually.
1: He's talking like a YouTuber, looking at the camera, saying, (laughs) hey, guys, just whenever he says anything.
0: Um, I see this with TikTok. So I'm not I'm not on TikTok. I don't really. But every once in a while, someone will post a TikTok on Twitter slash X or on Instagram. And I'll see these videos. And it seems like not only does TikTok reward that sort of weird uptalk sing-songy voice, mm. but also the like the hand gestures. I'm seeing a lot of the hand mm. gestures like this on TikTok. And I'm wondering, does the does the algorithm pick that up? Do they like that sort of body motion? Do they, you know, do they sense those gestures and and the algorithm um, boosts it? I don't understand that because it looks very strange to me. All of TikTok is strange to me. I, no. I, I refuse to get on it.
1: Well, it means that the social media platforms are biased towards Italians, which I say (laughs) tongue-in-cheek, but you know that format where people say, we're blank, and, you know, they give little – it became this sort of weird format of people talking about their community. It pissed people off where – People, a double income, no kids. They were saying, we're dinks. And they those sort are of are trolling those of us with children. We're dinks. We don't have to do this. We have sex, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, I saw one with, we're Italians, with a bunch of social media stars, especially in the food realm. And uh, they actually, one of them did make reference to the hand gestures. And um, I think she did anyway. But I, I thought, wow, Italians are punching above their weight on social media, In a way that I haven't seen before. So to Mm. what you're saying, if gesticulation is an advantage, Mm. then that would clearly advantage the Italian. And it's a good little (laughs) teaser because we're going to talk about Mm. Rob being a pre canceled. And then we're going to talk later about the Sopranos. That's the general shape of this. So maybe a little, you know, a little, little Italian connection (laughs) to bring it full circle. Uh, Rob, Have you been pre-cancelled in the way that one can pre-order a book, your fantastic book Troubled, uh, which I have read and we have discussed, Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. you want to do a book tour, you want to go to bookstores, and you Mm -hmm. have written a post on Substack called Bookstores Refuse to Host an Event for My Book. I'm Mm -hmm. an unwelcome author. Um, Yeah. What, what's going on, man? What, what's up? Why why can't you why aren't you allowed in a bookstore? A fairly uh,
0: place. Zero, zero interest from any bookstore. So I've been a few months ago, I had this conversation with my agent, with my publishers, uh, publicist, uh, publicist and editor and everyone, basically everyone at over at Simon & Schuster. And you know everyone seems to be very interested in the idea of a book tour and we thought we would start small start with the big cities start where you know i, I have the and, and you can access you know you're familiar with the sort of the analytics on substack you can sort of